ECW Livecast. This week is episodes 81 through 83 of ECW Hardcore TV that we'll be covering, and that is November 8th, 15th, and the 22nd. And we're going to shake things up a little bit this week, and I'll explain that in just a minute, but let me introduce myself. I'm Mike Pru, and I'm always here with JV. JV, what's going on? Nothing much, man. Fucking cold out there today. Fucking freezing. That's all I got this morning. That's it, yeah, because it's morning, so there hasn't been much going on today. No, actually, no. I went, you know, I did shopping, went to fucking Walmart to deal with all the all that oh, shit going shit, on there, yeah. like mouth breathing and <laughs> yeah. you know bumping into you. It's like, what are you doing? Just want to get my cat food and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I actually went for breakfast today, so that was pretty good. You know, nice. But uh, anyway, let's get on with this. Um, November to remember was the last thing that we covered. That was our Supercard special a couple weeks back. And coming out of there, on the episodes of Hardcore TV, they're recaps of November to Remember for those two weeks coming off of November to Remember. And they even call it like a special episode, special November to Remember, a two-part episode. So we're going to bypass watching those because it's just the same matches that we just fucking watched. So you know, no point in watching the matches again. But there are some new promos. That kind of talk about the aftermath of the matches in the build to the next show, which would be the November 19th show called Experience the Difference. So we're going to cover that. Okay, So I watched them. I watched the promos. JV, you didn't do that. So that doesn't matter because I'm just going to run through the information for everybody. And if you want to go back and watch it, then go ahead and go back and watch it. Check out those promos. But I'm just going to give you the gist of what happens there in those two episodes. And then we'll watch along with episode 83 from November 22nd. Where we get some new matches finally there. Okay, so that's the plan for today. But before we get to that, go ahead and over on Twitter, follow us at ExtremeCast. Follow me, Mike Pru, at NPRU83. And follow JV at John Van Damage. Also, Check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We are up to 104 episodes of the chronological career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We are in December of 2001. So go over there, check us out, and follow us on Twitter at BottomLineCast. All right, so that clears things up. And also, welcome back, BTT Army and BTT JV Goon Squad. Thanks for always joining here on the Extreme ECW Livecast. All right, so I'm going to break down, like I said, we're going to break down these episodes. 
starting with ECW Hardcore TV episode 81 from November 8th of 1994. So this is right after, this is just days later, three days after November to remember. Paul Heyman, he got his shit together real quick to get this episode out and chop up November to remember into different segments and get some interviews in his mom's basement done. (laughs) (laughs) So the first thing that kicks off the show is the match between Tommy Dreamer and Tommy Cairo from November to Remember. So they replay that. And then you get a promo. You get that Sandman farewell ceremony promo where he's all bandaged up and then he uh, then he beats the shit out of Tommy Dreamer again. So we have that. And then now we get a new promo from Tommy Dreamer. Let me just break it down here. So Tommy's going to cut this promo about how important the letters ECW means to him. How everyone said he didn't belong until the Sandman came along. Tommy goes on to say, you want to talk about extreme Sandman? Look at this. So Tommy's sitting with his back to the camera. And it's all welted up. It's all beat the fuck up. So he's like, look at this. So Dreamer stands up then. And he turns around. And then you see his lip. His lip's fucking huge. Busted open. Big fat lip. Uh, Tony says, uh, Tommy, Tony, who the fuck's Tony? Tommy says he's never, <laughs> he's never going to quit. He's, he says, uh, the fans are his friends, and I have a motto. You mess with someone's friends, you mess with me. You mess with the whole lot of my friends. You messed up with my friends. And, not, and Tommy Dreamer's like stumbling and bumbling. It's not me stumbling and bumbling. This is what Tommy Dreamer is saying. <laughs> yeah, that's a good friend. <laughs> So he's We're doing just, that well. <laughs> he's he's mixing up what his saying is like, no, you mess with me, you mess with my friends, or you mess with my friends, you mess with me. Like he's he's confusing it. You can see it in his face. Then he just moves on. He says, "Now, Sandman, you want to see extreme? You want to mess up someone's face, somebody's back? We're gonna take it to levels that people have never seen before. We're gonna take it to a higher than the extreme." I like this line that he says. Suffering builds character, and I have a lot of character. <laughs> I like, it's cheesy, but I like it. I like it. If I have to die in the ring, then I'm going to die. But Sandman, I'm going to take you with me. So that's his little promo there. It's about two minutes. It's at the 18-minute mark in the episode. Joey Styles gets on. He announces that the November 19th show, Experience the Difference, will have Tommy Dreamer taking on the Sandman with Tommy Cairo. As the referee. And Tommy Cairo is going to have a Singapore cane. To enforce the rules. So Tommy Cairo is going to be able to beat the fuck out of both of them. (laughs) If he wants to. As the referee. So that's coming up on November 19th. And then it goes to a promo between. The Sandman and Woman. Just minutes later. Minutes after that. And Woman says that they did it. They did it. And you have Sandman laughing. He's, He's lighting up a cigarette. They said, we got everybody. We got Tommy Dreamer to beat up Tommy Cairo. It was the plan all along. We even got Peaches learning to the trap also. Then woman makes makes fun of Tommy. Oh, you're a sucker. Oh, I'm going to wrestle for the Sandman because I feel so bad for putting his eye out. I can't live with myself. So it's like a master plan between woman and the Sandman to get Tommy Dreamer. Very elaborate. Yeah. So. Tommy Dreamer, you know, beat up Tommy Cairo for them, basically. What a sucker. <laughs> what a sucker Tommy Dreamer is. 
So Sandman starts to smoke three cigarettes at once. He has three cigarettes in his mouth. He just keeps smoking them. Woman says, one of these cigarettes is for Tommy Dreamer. One is for the fans because they were all suckers. And she goes on. And then Sandman now has four to five cigarettes lit in his mouth. Like, what the hell is going on in this promo? That's how you get cancer, man. Jesus. Yeah. And he's still alive. (laughs) Yeah, his lungs probably look like fucking... (laughs) Shriveled up prunes. Burnt, you know what I mean? (laughs) So, Joey Styles, back to Joey Styles. He shakes his head and he promotes the big match for the November 19th show. Along with the rest of the card. So, we're also going to have Pitbulls versus the Bad Breed in a double dog collar match. Sabu and Taz are going to team up together against the Malenko brothers. And I can't believe it. Sabu is already ready to be in a match. He's fucking landing on his head. Yeah, he broke his, his neck. neck. Right. But he's advertised for the 19th already with Taz. We'll see what happens with that. And then also the big match that we talked about that's not going to happen, but they're promoting it here. It's the franchise and stunning Steve Austin with Sherry Martell in, in their corner to take on Ron Simmons and Tuco Scorpio. Okay, from there, you get another match, another re- uh, another replay of a match from November to remember. It was Tuco Scorpio against Mr. Hughes. And then also you get the ECW Championship match replayed, which was Shane Douglas versus Ron Simmons. And then they're going to show the post-match highlights where Shane Douglas attacks Ron Simmons after the match, and then Tuco Scorpio comes out to help Ron Simmons. Now, when we were watching it, we must have missed something because we thought that Shane Douglas did nothing and then got his ass kicked by Ron Simmons and Tuco Scorpio. So I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> Maybe we weren't looking at the fucking screen. But what happens right after the match, after he gets the win on Ron Simmons, Ron Simmons gets back into the ring and Shane nails him in the head with the with the belt. And then that's when Two Cold comes down and they and then they stop the fuck up Shane Douglas. Oh. So we well, had it backwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that I checked it out because <laughs> that cleared a lot Was of confusion. Was that one we recorded during the day? Yeah, um, no, that was the one at night. That was the first part. All right. Yeah. I got an excuse either way, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was either drinking, tired, or high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can go along with those two without the smoking part. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, we missed that, but that's that clears the air for us there. Uh, then they play that same interview that Shane Douglas gave at November to Remember. But then now you get a new promo from Ron Simmons and Tuco Scorpio. Ron Simmons and his promos are pretty badass. So this is worth checking out to go back and see Ron Simmons and ECW cut some like Farouk style or even like later Farouk, like uh, APA Farouk cutting promos. Pretty badass. So Ron Simmons says he's a born fighter. He's not a trained fighter like Shane Douglas. He was born to fight. He didn't have to learn to fight. Ron Simmons runs through his accolades. You know, he just goes on and on about the things that he's done. He says, I, I don't need to do to- too much talking because I let these fists do the talking. So he talks about how he's a franchise. He brought Fro- uh, Florida State the two Orange Bowls back to back. He goes through all his football accolades, which this is a shit ton. He, he was like a top guy, Heisman type player. Yeah, I remember looking it up uh, after we talked about it. Yeah, he was he was legit. It's almost like he probably didn't go as far in football because the money wasn't. I think he made more money as a wrestler during that time. Oh wow! 
Yeah, they didn't. Football players didn't make a lot of money. I mean, it was early '80s. He would have right. been. It was like late '70s, early '80s. He would have been playing, and those guys weren't necessarily like a lot of those players. Are you know? Right. They weren't getting the money. Yeah. So Ron's going on and on, and then he tells Tuco Scorpio, "Stop me! Like, stop me from talking! I'm <laughs> like, I'm done. Stop me!" And then he passes the mic to Too Cold, which is a fucking problem. So Too Cold cuts his shitty ass promo. One of the lines he gives is, "Ain't no faking, ain't no shaking." And then Ron Simmons is constantly cutting off Too Cold. It's like, "All right, it's your turn to talk." <laughs> but then Ron Simmons just keeps jumping in, saying something like every two seconds. So that was a good thing because. You know, too too much too cold, and, and don't want it. And uh, was spared of the um, his, his typical lines. Hey, hey, hey! Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. And I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to Joey Styles after that promo. Um, Joey does mention that for the people to tune in next week for part two of this very special episode to break down what went happened went one. What went on? Jesus Christ. What went on at November to remember 1994? So this is to be continued. All right, so that clears up episode 81. Okay, so you can see it was was not worth us sitting watching 43 minutes. The same shit that we already just did. So I'm, I'm sure you guys don't mind that. So now we move on to ECW Hardcore TV 82 from November 15th of 1994. This episode is pretty good. It's promo heavy, which is fine, but for it wouldn't help JV and I because then we'd be just laying out like the entire episode. We're not having any time to really talk about anything new going on. So this show kicks off with the uh, tag team championship match, the brawl game match between Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck against the public enemy, which was a good match. So that's you know, well worth episode to watch. But like I said, we don't have to watch it again because we covered November to remember. All right. So after they play, the, they play that match and then they move on to a promo. It's Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck. So Mikey's concussed. He announces that he can't be in the rematch on November 19th. Okay, so Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck lost their titles to Public Enemy. And they're going to get a rematch. But Mikey can't make it. But they're going to get a new partner. An extreme partner. So Mikey said that he had to spend all the money that he had to make this phone call, to call this person. And Cactus is like, no, I don't want to work with that guy again. Don't don't have him there. I'd rather have a singles match. Just give me a singles match against one of the members of Public Enemy. And Mikey promises that if this guy does anything, I'll kick his ass. And then... Mikey Whipwreck's not slapping Cactus Jack in the face, like, back and forth, backhanding him. And Cactus is like, fine, fine, bring him back. And it's Kevin Sullivan that they're going to bring back. It's going to be Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan versus the public enemy for the tag team titles on November 19th. Kevin Sullivan. He's like an original for us. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. So Public Enemy now cuts the promo, and they want to respond to Kevin Sullivan replacing Mikey Whipwreck. And they bring up a good point. Public Enemy says, you know, bring it on, basically, because, you know, we're two-time champions now. The first time we won the titles, we beat Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan. (laughs) So good point there. It's like, hey, 
We already beat you, so what the fuck? Come back. We're the champs. So we got a nice line here. It goes out. Who says two wrongs don't make a right? When you're looking at tag team champions, Johnny Grunge and Flyboy Rocco Rock. I like that because they're, they're both bad, so they're the two wrongs, but they make right together as a team. I thought that was pretty cool. They always cook good promos anyway. Yeah. And they say, we are the difference between professional wrestling and life, and you will experience the difference. So this is a tagline for the November 19th show. It's experience the difference. You can see throughout this episode and all these promos, everybody is going to say experience the difference. Some way worked into their promo. <laughs> so they're really putting over the name of the show. I'm sure Paulie is totally behind that. Yeah, yeah, right. Promotion. Exactly. All right, speaking of Paulie, we get an interview with Paulie at 16 minutes in. And Paul's going to talk shit about Public Enemy and all the crimes that they've committed. You know, saying that Johnny Grunge, you know, is doing petty thefts and shit. But he says, Rocco Rock, now he's not causing petty theft like Johnny Grunge. Rocco Rock is stealing Sabu's gimmick. And this makes more sense now, what I'm about to say. And what happened at November to Remember. So remember at November to Remember, he's up in the eagle's nest and Sabu comes running out and we're like, what the fuck is Sabu doing here? Like, what's yeah. his problem? So Sabu's problem apparently is he didn't want Johnny Grun- um, Rocco Rock to jump off the eagle's nest and go through a table because that's his gimmick. He breaks tables. Nobody else. So Sabu went out and pushed him off through the table. Like, you're not going to put somebody through a table. I'm going to put you through a table. That's my thing. Hey, that's good character development for Sabu, though. It is. That's <laughs> <laughs> how crazy he is. Right. So that that explains things. So that's why it's good that we uh, checked out these promos before we before we went through this. Be bitching about it for a month. <laughs> I know. Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Someone so, that knows that's listening. Is like, like, oh, these guys are... fucking suck. <laughs> they fucking they skipped two episodes. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck off, buddy. <laughs> Remember, it's first time for us. It's not like we're <laughs> yeah, yeah. trying to be historians and know we're all the fucking, the fucking facts. Network here, like, <laughs> right? We can't even hear half of the shit going on because we have to cover it up. <laughs> fake fucking music. <laughs> it doesn't seem as cool as it used to be because they're not using <laughs> right licensed music. You know, right? All right. So anyway, Paulie challenges the Public Enemy to come out during the Taz and Sabu match against the Malenkos on the nineteenth. And this is a great line. He goes, and bring any wussies you can find. And I use the W instead of the P so that they air this right now. <laughs> bring out the wussies. So Joey Styles questions Paul about Sabu being able to compete. Because he just landed on his neck. So they play, they play the replay, but they play it in like crazy slow motion. Sabu's landing on his neck. Oh my god, you can see his like chest cave in from the oh, impact. Jeez. Oh, Paul tells Benoit to show up if he wants to finish off Sabu if he thinks he can. And Paul goes off on Jason and the Pitbulls. So Paul's bringing up everybody, you know, hyping things up, getting everybody involved in this promo. Paul, like I said, is basically hyping things up for the 19th show. All right. So from there. We get another promo. It's Sandman and a Woman. And not too much different from the last one on the last episode. But Sandman hypes the upcoming match. And he's wondering how Cairo is going to... Who's he going to go after? Is he going to go after me? Is he going to go after Tommy Dreamer? 
Then woman gets on and says, it's time to experience the difference. <laughs> so she works it in there. We get a hype video package of the Sandman. And then we get a promo between Ron, with Ron Simmons and Tuco Scorpio. This one's a good one. This one we're actually going to play. Let me just break it down, and then you can take a listen to it. All right, so Too Cold cuts the promo to hype the match. He says he'll smack Sherry Martell if she gets involved. I ain't never hit a woman, but do you really call yourself one? This one's like a controversial promo. Like in today's eyes, if you're hearing it today, it's like, holy shit, they said that. Ron Simmons goes on to say, "I well, you haven't slapped them. Well, I have. I slapped many of them. I will continue to slap a many of them. <laughs> Sherry Martell will be the first, though, that I hit if she gets in the way. Jesus. That's his gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What's your favorite Ron Simmons gimmick? Domestic abuse? <laughs> yeah, the woman beat him. <laughs> yeah. That's well, Jesus, man. <laughs> I never knew that existed. No. Never heard it until I listened to it. So Yeah, get up there and talk about smacking the shit out of women. <laughs> 1994, people. Wow. <laughs> so Ron says that they're going to take them, meaning Shane Douglas and Austin. They're going to take them to the streets. They're going to take them to the hood. The street, and he goes, you know what the streets are? The streets are the ones that you're afraid to drive through. All scared. Looking around. You don't want to drive through the streets. And, uh, man, what a promo. So he goes, I was the first ever motherfucking black man to win the championship. They beep out motherfucking, obviously, but that's what he says. And then Too Cold jumps on. You know, it's going to be this Saturday night. Boop. There it is. We gone. (laughs) So, heck of a promo. Funny promo. Crazy promo. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to that because I haven't listened to it yet. Right. Yeah, so. Yeah, when we want to go back and listen to it. Yeah, so when you rip it to drop it in here. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, guys, so take a listen to that promo right now, and we'll be right back in just... It's about a four-minute promo, so take a listen to it, and we'll be right back. You know, Ron, <laughs> Too Cold and Ron Simmons in the mother... in the house! You know what I'm saying? This Saturday night, November the 19th, we're taking you straight to the extreme. Shane Douglas, stunning Steve Austin... <laughs> and Sherry Martell. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> I got something for your ass. Over and over again and back and forth again. <laughs> but I tell you what, don't get the wrong idea. Because if you stick your nose where it don't belong, <laughs> I will slap you right dead in the face. <laughs> I ain't never hit a woman, <laughs> but do you call yourself one? You ain't never, but bro, I have, and slapped a many of them, and will continue to slap a many of them. And Sherry Martell will be the first one that I will hit if she gets in the way. That shows you something about them punks, doesn't it? Somebody that was stripping a sorority house, bring somebody like Sherry Martell with them in their corner. Oh, that is somebody to cover your back. Uh-huh, brother, can sure. you believe that? Listen to me. We're not going to take you in the ring. We're going to take you to the streets. The hood, the hardcore stuff. We're, we're just scared to drive to, you know what I'm saying? Drive-by stuff that you get so frightened of. Raised up, eating off the silver platter. We're scared to go in those neighborhoods. But guess what? When you get in that ring, I'm going to give you just what the taste of that is like. What hardcore living is like. What it's like to be raised up as a fighter. You understand that? Now, you bring this woman. Bring her, making her look elegant. 
have her to do some all that stupid, treacherous, feeling them stuff that she does. And see if Ron Simmer don't slap her right into the next century. Okay? The same thing that I'm going to do this Saturday to you and Steve Austin. I am going to... Uh, Steve, did I get that right? Is it Steve Austin? Or who is it? Steve who? I think it's Austin. Well, whoever it is. Yeah. Steve Martin. Funny man. I don't care. Bring them all. It don't make no difference to me. Hey, listen to me. Hey, Brother, wait, wait, wait. You think Steve Austin can handle this? This is to the extreme. This ain't the WCW. Extreme? Yeah, this is to the extreme. You know what I'm saying? Extreme. Take them to the hood. Man, they ain't got no idea what extreme is. I am extreme. I am extreme. Ask anybody. I've taken punks like you and literally eaten them for breakfast. You hear me? Ask anybody. Look in the record books and see Ron Simmons. And right now, all-American, retired Jersey. You know why? Because I've taken little pale punks like you and took them in my hand and literally put them in my mouth. And that's exactly what I'm going to do this Saturday. Now, when you get in that ring, you better have your behind ready to fight. Now, tell me this. Do I have the man or do I have the man to watch my back? You know what I'm saying? Because all this bullshit going on down here in ECW. Oh, How about people find a cake? Want to try to help the Mr. Franchise out, oh, Mr. Shane over. Douglas? <laughs> It'll never be this Saturday thing. night. Yo, but just like I on the line. for the WCW when I became the f put that belt on. Oh, they said it would never happen. Never. Made a lot of people mad to see me walk out there with that belt on. But guess what I did? I was Made them even madder because I went out there and continued to kick ass. And that's what I'm going to do this Saturday. Well, Rod, you know, straight from the heart, man, if you couldn't kick no ass, I would ask you to watch my back. Listen, you know what I'm I saying? I came into the world doing it. They didn't know it. I ain't got nothing. That's it. Well, then let's do that. It's all over. Hey. This Saturday night, November the 19th, when it's all said and done, <laughs> whoop, there it is, and we gone. All right, whoop, there it is, and we back. So we continue <laughs> on. <laughs> we continue on. It's the Extreme National Anthem, so they play that again, 911 choke slamming, the guy playing the guitar. And then we get to uh, the final promo of the show, and this is Shane Douglas. So let me just break this down. This one's another good one. So we'll play this after I go over it. All right, so the franchise starts this promo. He has his back to the camera, too. I think that's something new that Paulie wanted to try. He had a promo with Tommy Dreamer's back showing. And then Paul Heyman did one with his back showing. And then turned around finally. And now you have Shane Douglas doing it, too. So, I don't know. Paul Heyman got a hard-on for that style of a promo, I guess. Yeah, everybody, start with your back and then... You'd be dramatic when you turn around. Turn around, yeah. That's a fucking 80s thing, though. That's true. That was yeah. just like at the time. That's what they did. Like, mm. all right, who's this guy? And he turns around. He's like rubbing his hands and shit. Yeah. That's true. I, I can I can picture um, Sid Justice or Sid Vicious doing that. In the <laughs> yeah. <promo>. But in their <laughs> defense, it's not how, how many different. There's, right. There's only so many, many ways, ways to you do can turn. I can do yeah. sideways, front. I can turn around from the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's really it. <laughs> They just really liked, like you said, Paulie really liked that one. Yeah. <laughs> so Shane says he's taking the next step. He's climbing the ladder, being the best. Shane says that stunning Steve Austin is the only athlete in that corporate system that is maybe as good as me. <laughs> maybe as good as me. Talking about Steve Austin. So they will come out with their manager, Sherry. And now 
now that he's done, or she's done rather, now that Sherry's done with that old piece of crap, getting another dig at Ric Flair, now that she's done with him, she's going to walk out with us. So Shane wants some, some respect, someone that has taken him to his limit before. He says he wants the strongest link of the Hollywood Blondes. That's stunning Steve Austin. That sucks to say. I want the strongest link. And then Austin's not going to be able to do this match, so they get Brian Pillman instead. So it's like, oh, remember that promo where you said you wanted the strongest link of the Hollywood Blondes? Well, now you get the weakest link in, in your mind, which is Brian Pillman. So he's going to get Steve Austin at this point. Shane hypes up Austin's excitement. He says, I called Austin. He's excited. He says, I'm ready. Just send me plane tickets, and I'll be over there. Shane Douglas goes on to say, you know, we are going to be the tag team of the decade. It'll be the greatest tag team. And guess what? It's only a one-time event. So if you don't see this tag team, you're never going to see it again. And it's going to be the best. He goes, and it speaks to the greatness of the franchise, the greatness and the athleticism of stunning Steve Austin, and the wonderful job that Sensational Sherry is going to do both during and after the match. (laughs) 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 So, more... I want to beat Ted DiBiase left. More disrespecting of women there. Yeah, she's going to do a good job then, and then I'm going to bang her after the match. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, that's good promo. Uh, Take a listen to it, and we'll be right back, and then we'll move on to episode... 83, November 22nd, and we'll do that in our traditional style of watch-along here on the Extreme ECW Livecast. Take a listen to Shane Douglas. We'll be right back. If you listen closely, you'll hear the heart pounding in the chest of the man they call franchise. In the chest of the man that has taken the sport to new levels. This week... In ECW Arena, I stepped just one more rung up that ladder as I climbed to the very top to be called the greatest of all time. I take that step, crawling up that ladder, fighting through the greatest competition this sport has to offer today. Because this weekend, I take alongside of me the only man that I can respect and that corporate structure, that joke of an organization called WCW. The only man that I can consider to be a competitor, to be an athlete, to be a man almost as good as me, stunning Steve Austin, ventures into Philadelphia, into hardcore town, into ECW arena, right in the heart of where everybody knows what hardcore is all about. And he walks the aisle alongside of the franchise with my manager, now that she's done with an old piece of crap. My manager, Sensational Sherry, will walk the aisle and will face the toughest competition any tag team in the world today. You've got to put Ron Simmons and Two Cold Scorpio right at the top of the ladder because they've proven themselves in this great sport. Ron Simmons, the first black man in history to ever hold the world's heavyweight title. Two Cold Scorpio, one step away, one heartbeat away from greatness. But this Saturday night, they'll find out why I've said from day one when I heard 
that Stunning Steve Austin was willing to come. When he took my invitation, when I called up and said, Stunning Steve, I need somebody that's taken me to the limits, somebody that I can respect, somebody that I fought in, day in and day out, inside of the ring, in some of the toughest matches I ever had. I needed one half of the Hollywood Blondes. And so I went to the strongest link of the team, stunning Steve Austin. And when he said, yes, sir, Mr. Franchise, I'd love to walk the aisle and be your partner. I said, it won't be easy. We'll be facing Two Cold Scorpio and Ron Simmons, the all-time All-American. And he just laughed and chuckled over the phone and said, send me a plane ticket, Franchise, because I'll be there on the 19th. I'll be there this week. He just got done talking to me on the phone, and he was so excited. I could hear it dripping through his veins. He can't wait to get to ECW Arena. He can't wait to get to Philadelphia. He can't wait to kick your tail, Ron Simmons, and he can't wait to kick your tail, too, Cold Scorpio. Just chuck it up as a learning experience, because on the 19th, you will find out like everybody else will find out that night, the whole wrestling world is going to stand up and take notice of what I've said all along. Tag team of the decade. Mark it down now. Call me a prognosticator. Call me a predictor. Call me a crystal ball. I'm saying it's the tag team of the decade. Put us against any competition. The invitation's open. But on the 19th, we face very tough competition. And so in there lies the moral of the story the greatest tag team, and it's a one-time event. That speaks of the greatness of the franchise, it speaks of the greatness and the athletic ability of Stunning Steve, and it speaks of the wonderful job that Sensational Sherry <laughs> is gonna do, both during and after the match. <laughs> All right, we're back now, and we're gonna take a quick little break. Um, I don't know what we're gonna play. We're gonna do our music break, but. I don't know what it is yet. Um, I'll probably get some su suggestions after the fact here and then drop it in there. All right. So take a listen to whatever it is, and we'll be right back.
Alright guys, welcome back. We're going to cover now ECW Hardcore TV episode 83 from November 22nd, 1994. So this is just three days after that big show that they were hyping over the last two episodes experienced a difference on November 19th. So we're going to get some of those matches. We're going to get some matches from prior to November to remember. And so we're gonna, the match is going to be from the no, November 4th show. November to remember was November 5th. So they're going to sprinkle in a couple of matches from that and then a couple of matches from the 19th. So regardless, we got some new shit to watch. Woohoo! All right, so if you're going to watch along with us, and you don't have to because we play the audio in the background and get the feel pretty much of what's going on, but if you want to see the action as we go over it, go over to WWE Network, go to In Ring, go to the ECW Hardcore TV section. November 22nd, 1994. Get yourself situated there. Once you're all set, I'll have a countdown. Three down to one. Then I'll say play. And when I say play, we all click play. Right, but before I get to that, let me read the little blurb that we have on the network. Give us a little preview of what's to come here. Sabu and Taz join forces to face the Malenko brothers. ECW Championship is on the line as Shane Douglas defends against Jim Powers. Wow. That's a fucking name from the past, Jim Powers. AIDS job guy. WCW and WWF. Jay Probably know if I've seen him. Yeah, you'll know when you well, see when him. When I see him. Yeah. Jason defends the ECW TV title against Too Cool Scorpio. Okay, that was actually, we talked about that in November to Remember because when we get to Nove November to Remember, we have new new TV champion. And then it's, um, who the fuck was it? Was it Taz? No. Regardless, a new TV champion. We're wondering how the hell it happened. But on November 4th, the title changed twice. Jason was the TV champion. And he's going to go up against Too Cold. Too Cold's going to defend it. And then he's going to lose it too. So, a little hot, hot potato with TV title here. We're going to get highlights of the public enemy taking on Cactus Jack and Mike, Mikey Whipwreck. Plus Ron Simmons, Paulie Dangerously. And more. Not much more. Just more this time. Just a little bit more. All right, guys. JV, you all set? Ready to go? I'm ready. Yep. All right. I'll give the countdown three down to one. Here we go. Three, two, one, and play. Last Saturday night, November 19th, experience the difference. On the ECW Arena. This is dramatic. Movie. The crowd's chanting ECW the in the background. In the background. Experience like Rome out there. The nice. Nice little opening there. And then we're going to bring us to the first match. This was actually the first match of the show on the 19th. This isn't a replay, is it? Nope, this is a new match. <laughs> it looks so similar. <laughs> it's like he's doing the same. Yeah, so you know, it's like, oh yeah. It's Hack Myers. Hack Myers. Stevie Richards. What was that? Uh... Oh, he's got his beard connected now. Was it last time? I don't know. I think this is just a better quality video, too. Yeah, this video is this great. This clearer than usual. Like, yeah, wow, he really is great. looking. Holy shit! Akmai's just whipped the chair from the outside all the way to the other side of the ring. Hit the ropes. So this is a dream match. Dream tag team match. Dream partners. I don't know if I would call this a dream, Hack Myers and Stevie Richards as partners. 
Actually, no, they're not even partners. Alright, so they're on opposite teams, but we don't know who their partners are yet. Oh, Stevie Richards picks J.T. Smith. Yeah, where the hell did this quality come from? <laughs> Joey Styles doesn't even look like he's at ringside. He's acting like he is, right? Right. Yeah, he's, he's in the basement. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, he's hyping this match up. Steve Richards and J.T. Smith teaming up. Who's Hack Myers' partner going to be? I want to hear this guy talk. We haven't heard Hack Myers talk yet. Well, we have, just not as. That's true. Right, just not as Hack Myers, technically. Right? No, no. He was always Hack Myers. No, but I mean like this this style. Oh, like you're was, right. When, when he Early, was with yeah. uh, Public Enemy. Yeah, that's right. He wasn't like this. Hey, Joey's explaining, like, I'm not in my normal spot. Maybe they maybe figured out. They might notice I'm not where I usually am. Fuck's heck, Chad Austin. Lukewarm. Warm Chad Austin in the house, coming out with his mullet and his T-shirt. There he is. The crowd's booing. Like, what the fuck? We didn't want Chad Austin. Nobody, nobody better back there. Chad Austin's good though. Dream partner, tag team. Lines. Why is this take where about four minutes into the show and this match hasn't started yet? We're going to be taking a very special look at some recent matches here in ECW. The television title will be on the line as Jason defends. We won't tell you against who. It's a surprise. You're not going to want to miss this. In addition, the franchise, Shane Douglas, the ECW World Heavyweight Champion, defends the title against Jim Power. All right. Out to Chad Austin. What's he going to say? <laughs> Getting some heat from the crowd as they start the show. This is where 911 comes down and kicks everyone's ass. <laughs> Chokes them all. Smoky Mountain sucks. <laughs> Sign in the front row. Smoky Mountain sucks. Oh, he leaves for Smoky Mountain. That's right. He's going to smoke. 
That's so funny. The crowd is like, screw you. You don't want to wrestle here. Fuck you. You suck. Heck, Maya's going to kick his ass, right? Yeah, there it is. Oh, that was, that looked like shit. I thought he was going to clothesline him, but it, <laughs> it <missed> him. <laughs> then he just sold it anyway. <laughs> yeah. They love they love themselves some cactus hack. <laughs> Chad Austin beat down in the corner. I guess the match begins. Oh, super kick. Northern Light Suplex, and it's over. Like I said, good way to start the show. Yeah. Chad Austin's leaving for Smoky Mountain. It's a reason to get the crowd pissed off at him. Then they beat him quick. <laughs> just because he's going somewhere else. <laughs> Junior Seau jersey front row. Yeah. What do they say? We want more? Sounds like it. Well, the beatdown continues on Chad Austin. The beatdown goes on. Oh, Jesus. That was cool. At, at first, That's it looked like awesome. he fucked up, but I guess that was that was actually the move. <laughs> right? Yeah, it looked like it. That's the thing with ECW. Sometimes you don't know if yeah. they were trying to do something. It almost looked like a pedigree. Yeah. And we get the opening here. Oh, yeah. Every time I see that Mike Austin diving into JT Smith, it makes me cringe. Want to do a timestamp? Yeah, good time to do that. I'm at 8, 13, 14. 15. Yeah, we're dead on. Sweet. How many times are they going to show Jason in this damn package? His model poses. Yeah, I can understand seeing Sabu flip around a couple times, but... I'm going to see Jason standing there looking at the camera. This is extreme. This is extreme. All right, here we go. The feeling in this building tonight is nothing short of electric. And recently, Jason, the sexiest TV champion on earth, a man who... I like how he looks around like he's looking at the crowd like above him. If you're in attendance, you're above them. <laughs> Right. You should be looking down. Looking up. I still think he's in the basement. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, Jason has been yeah. hanging on to that title for a while. The man who shows no emotion. Yeah, the with the help of Dean Malenko. That's right, Dean Malenko's the one that ends up with the TV title. 
What does he turn on him? No, it's because it, it goes from two two cold wins it, and then Dean Malenko beats two cold. So basically, what they got going on here is they just want to transition the belt to Dean Malenko, but since they are like partners, they had to have a middleman, two cold, switch it over. Transition champ being too cool. Yep. Only for the night, too. Not even, uh, Just maybe an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, anyway, we're going to see the match now. Jason versus Tuco Scorpio. Malenko, Shooter, I'm going to tell you both for the last time I've warned you before. We don't have a lot of rules in ECW, but when I put a rule down, it stays. I told you this man's banned from ringside for interference. He's banned. If he's not gone by the time I count to five, okay? You will no longer have a manager's license. You will no longer have a wrestler's license. You will no longer have a TV belt. One. All right, Todd. All right. Todd Gordon using his power here. Get the Malenko out of the ring. Go, 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 go. Go, go, go. Jason Jaden with Dean to leave. Todd Gordon to give it his best umpire impression impersonation. You're out of here. Got some ten year old counting. <laughs> you hear that little kid counting? He said five. Yeah. Oh annoying. Imagine living with that kid. <laughs> yeah. A greasy pig? How's this kid saying? What the fuck is the kid? Is he holding the camera? All right, Dean goes out of here. Here comes the Pitbulls. The Pitbulls. Nice knowing, yeah. Todd's like, I have no control. <laughs> so now the Pitbulls are down here instead of Malenko. Todd Gordon's pissed. He's like, hey, fuckhead. That means nobody. So now the Pitbull's going to go. Jason by himself has to defend this title. It's funny all the gaga that happens before we actually get to a wrestling match. Yeah, I know. The first match and now this one. It's like I'm watching a parody of wrestling on South Park. <laughs> It's funny because once the match does begin, it's only going to probably be like two minutes. <laughs> it's like the first one. He's like, bring Donnie Allen out. I want Donnie Allen. <laughs> That's funny. You want to bring that tall kid, what's his name? I'll tell you what. No, I won't bring out Chris Canyon. No, we won't bring out Donnie Allen. No, no, bring out the Jabba's. Not Dino Zendoff. Like, oh, real guy? Top guy? 
Hey, 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 here he is. Whoop, there he is. Boom, clothesline right from the stop. Double clothesline. Body slam in the middle of the ring. All right. Chops to the chest from Too Cold. Ooh, big splash. Scorpio splash. It's like the Stinger splash. And body slam again. He's got Jason set up. Whoa. Backflip splash looked kind of slow to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's impressive, but. A little, little extra weight going or yeah. something. Yeah. Took him too long to rotate. Oh, this is one-sided. Oh, fuck, what is this? <laughs> he fucked this up. Yep. Sound like he said gore. He's like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> gonna slam him, but he couldn't barely pick him up. Like, drop off the second rope. Come on, Scorpio, why would you do that? Yeah, he didn't even, Jason didn't even kick out. All right. Trying to win the title. <laughs> He's like, no, no, not yet. Oh, the referee's down. That's what they were trying to do in the last spot, I think. But the referee wasn't in position. The referee's down. Nice spinning leg drop. Nobody to cover him. It's a sloppy. You would think, since the ref is down, that you're going to have the pit bulls come back out. Yep, there they are. Pulls back out. Scorpio plunches onto them from inside to the out. Referee's starting to get up. John Finnegan. Scorpio goes for the 360. Ref's not up yet, though. Fucking roll over and count, Shahed. Here's Dean. And Malenko gets in. What did Todd Gordon just come back out and say, hey, <laughs> fucking this doesn't count. I'm stripping you of the belt. Yeah. Doesn't matter if the ref's down. <laughs> hey, dumb fucks. I kicked you out. You're already back. Shit. <laughs> yeah, why is he just like, no, no, no. Fuck this. This is all fucked up. <laughs> we just wasted five minutes kicking you out, and two minutes later, you're back here. <laughs> It's like my daughter asked me something, I tell her no, and then two minutes later she asked me the same damn question. Like, no. And you just ask that? <laughs> I said, no. Can't have snacks right now. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but anyway, Tuchel finally gets the win there, so the ref gets up, gets the splash, wins the TV title. It'll be short-lived, as I said already. We already know that he doesn't keep it. He's going to have a match against Dean Malenko. Is it going to be right now? Dean Malenko's nailing him with the belt. Swinging neckbreaker from Malenko. What? I thought he was trying to pin him. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? This ain't even a match. He's got some kind of arm lock on Too Cold. Oh, damn. Ron Simmons. There he is. Saving his boy. Hey, now we got instant replay. It's a new graphic for them. Oh, 
John Finnegan was still not able to make the count. Jason was going nowhere. All right, you don't have to play the whole damn match again. We just watched it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fun. <laughs> Believe me, we didn't miss anything. It wasn't much. Yeah. It's nice to see the TV title off of Jason. Finally. That was a nice flying forearm. Hit that win. Oh, it's funny. Joey Styles, throughout the show, during his segments, is putting it over like, oh, this is such a crazy crowd. And here we are. This is from November 4th, night before November to remember. And then the other matches that they're going to play are from the 19th ECW Arena, a totally different venue. <laughs> Months and years. Jason. For... For the glory that I felt as the ECW heavyweight television champion, and you, you took it away from me. You stormed in that ring, and you just, you just took it away from me. And I'm at a point right now where, too cold, Scorpio. I'm going to make you a promise. One way or another, I'm going to get that title back. It belongs to me. It's just not the same without it. And Shooter, you're gonna make sure that what I promise now to Too Cold Scorpio will be done. Yes. Yes. I'm taking that title. <laughs> Fuck you. Joey. The matches are in two different venues. <laughs> hey, dude, you're not really there. <laughs> you're not there. And <laughs> the matches are in two different places. <laughs> Even this is from the November 4th show. Shane Douglas versus Jimmy Powers. And it looks a little different than he did in the past. Oh, here we go. I've told you people, and I've told Shane Douglas, I've told everyone, hey, I'm not here just to come in here and wrestle. Hey, I am going straight to the top because I've been there. I know what it feels like, man, to put that belt around your way. I know what you feel like now. You feel like a million dollars. You go home, you polish it. Hey, I went through the same thing. You know why? Because it feels good, man. And I want that feeling back. That belt means more to everybody here than their mothers themselves. You hear me? Because that's what wrestling is about. To be the man. You're the man now. I want to be the man here. I am going to be the man here. That belt, brother, is wrestling. Okay? You're the man. The world's heavyweight champion. All right? Can't nobody deny because you got the belt. But I am going to get that feeling again, man. There's no, that feeling takes second to none, including women. That feeling takes second to none. And I want that feeling back. And the only way to get it is to go through you, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. 
be a huge heel nowadays. <laughs> yeah. He's a baby face. <laughs> you'd, had, you'd have groups, legit groups, after you, buddy. <laughs> Good shit. All right, so this match was going on in the background. You could see on the edges of that promo, you could still see the match going on behind it a little bit. They just like, overlaid it. They should have done what WWF used to do and just make the screen small and put it in the corner. So you can yeah. watch the match still. Yep. They probably didn't money they didn't have that editing capability. Mm. And they did put it over this video, though. Ah, oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe they just couldn't adjust the size. Like reverse it? Yeah, I don't know. All right, Shane Douglas here. His nuts just got crunched on the top rope, and Jim Powers is shaking the top rope, and Shane Douglas came bouncing off. Jim Powers looks like uh, he's looking like the warrior. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> does that renegade? Yeah, no shit, huh? Yeah, Jim Powers used to be Paul Roma's tag team partner. He's the Young Stallions, the late '80s WWF. And he eventually goes to WCW. It's just like nobody. I guess that's what he already is at this point. <laughs> Couple whips to the corner, Shane, to, Sh to Shane, and then a punch, and now a cover, only for a two count. Yeah, he's, he's rocking like what the Warrior wore when he came back in '92, wearing like the singlet with the two straps, low cut, high shorts, I mean, the low shorts. I would be fucking want to say it. Short shorts. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. It was a good shape. Looks like a pro wrestler. Backslide for a two count. Shane Douglas struggling here against Jim Powers. Shitty kick to the gut. Now we're going to set up for... Oh, DDT. There it is, DDT. It's funny because he doesn't look like a jobber here. No, he doesn't. It looks good, but the problem is he's never been around. So nobody right. would know what to think of him. This show <laughs> just go back to Paul Roma. <laughs> yeah, I heard yeah. that. I heard Paul Roma. Go back to Paul Roma. That's funny. Oh, that's it, right? Yeah. So Jimmy Powers bounces into the rope. Shane Douglas rolls him up. Powers hit his throat on the top rope. Franchise, the champion, takes advantage of the situation, rolls him up. So th these November Fourth shows are taking place in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. And this is the place that I was referring to. It was like, oh, it's like the Bank Street Armory the past couple episodes. So they're at a field house. Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Like what? Shithole, like what? I don't know. I feel like the bleeping was too early. Hmm. 
powers to tell your daughter one day that you lost to the hands of the greatest wrestler in the world. <laughs> He's like, don't talk about my daughter. It's <laughs> a great ass. <laughs> yeah, it is. Blair is dead, chant. All right. How's that? Now we're back to the basement with Joey Styles. Change hands. We saw the franchise. With the canned crowd noise in the background. The tag team titles. We know they changed hands as well at the November to remember when the public enemy Flyboy Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge defeated Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck in their matchup. The brawl game. Let's go back to last week's program, the November to remember, to see the public enemy regain their belts. Alright, so we're gonna get a clip from November to Remember. They played this match on the previous episode as jo as Joey Styles just said. And I mentioned earlier, first half of the show. <laughs> the throwing him into the double bulldog. Yeah. Cool. I like that. I wonder how much of this this match they're gonna play again. We started in November to remember. It was on previous episode. Now it's here again. This is early on in the match, I'm pretty sure. Or is this when they stop to go all over the place? All right, they are splicing it up here. Powder to the face. Powder. Mr. Fuji. Stole it. <laughs> Stole it. Stole it. <laughs> Johnny Grunge stealing Mr. Fuji's gimmick. They're just a bunch of thugs stealing everybody's gimmicks. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what we got left on this show. We got video package. We're going to get a promo from Paulie, And then we're going to get Sabu and Taz match against the Malinkos. Up coming here on this episode. Well, 28 minutes into the show. Joey Styles doing a much better job right now explaining the rules than he did at November to remember. You had to have somebody down for a 10 count first, and then you had to get the three count. So Sabu is like, bullshit, you're not going to steal my gimmick, man. I do that. <laughs> now they're shoving each other. Because yeah, Nine Rollins big ass behind them with Heyman. Yep. With his attention diverted, Mikey Whitbreck escaped the two tables, but Flyboy <laughs> It's funny because 9 one basically let him go. Right. He's supposed yeah. to be holding him and just lets him and go. Now, look, now he's holding him. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? It's a, I, I bet you Heyman's calling those shots from behind him. Oh, oh yeah. Grab him. Grab him. Let him go. Get him. <laughs> yeah, I bet he is. And you had Grunge. Get the pinfall on Mikey to regain the championships. And you get to use the bat now. Johnny Grunge wielding the aluminum baseball bat. Ascended to the top turnbuckle. Easton. TPX. And there it is. 
Public Enemy, the new tag champs. They'll be defending on the 19th. We're not going to see that on this show. I think it's on the next episode. Let me take a look. Yep, next week's episode, we'll have Public Enemy versus Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan. The November 29th episode. Which we'll get to on the next episode of the ECW Livecast. The public enemy proving to be too much for Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck in the brawl game. Mikey taking a baseball bat right, in, right between the eyes, knocking him cold. Losing the matchup for Cactus and Mikey. The public enemy regained the belts, but there should be no disgrace on the part of Mikey Whipwreck. He held his own since he was dragged in to this entire matchup. But it was apparent after the match that Mikey was in no shape to compete in the rematch with Cactus Jack against the public enemy here tonight. Everybody loves Mikey. It's like early Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Mikey was given the responsibility of choosing a new tag team partner for Cactus Jack, and did he ever? And next week, we'll bring you the matchup. The public enemy defending the East. Oh, I guess I didn't have to look it up because Joey's just said it. It'll be next week. All right, Paul, let's take a listen. It's damn near tangible already. The winds of change in the industry known as professional wrestling are already in the air. You see, it wasn't that long ago that Paul E. Dangerously managed men like Ravishing Rick Rude, like the original Midnight Express, like Austin Idol and Tommy Rich, like Stunning Steve Austin, like Arn Anderson and Bob Heaton, and all the while I would always point to men like the Malenko brothers. And I'd say that's the type of athlete that I would pay my hard-earned money to see. That's the type of man that was always welcome in whatever form of the dangerous alliance we had going at that time. But you see, I have a whole different vision for the future of professional wrestling now. And that vision is embodied in the form of Sabu and the Tasmaniac. Two totally different creatures with the very same mindset. Victory at all costs, giving you your money's worth and establishing the fact that nowhere on the face of the planet does either man have a peer. There are no equals to Sabu and or Taz. Now, if you go to Jason, he'll say, oh, how'd you like my suit? <laughs> About as much as I like your face. Because Jason will say to you that the Malenko brothers will roll over Sabu and Taz just like that. <laughs> Like that? <laughs> like that? <laughs> Have a little more. Why don't you, Jason? Don't you understand who your guys are stepping into the ring with? Sabu, the most suicidal, the most homicidal, the most genocidal, death-defying athlete that has ever graced a squared circle. Three cracked ribs six weeks ago, two broken fingers four weeks ago, and two weeks ago to this night, Sabu, thrown high up in the air by Chris Benoit, his head driven straight down into the canvas, and his neck that far away from be being broken. <laughs> Sabu is here tonight to teach the Malenko brothers the meaning of suicidal, homicidal, genocidal, death-defying athlete. And then, then there's the Tasmaniac, who's just like when he was at home on the island. 
And Grandma Taz would come out and go, hula bula, hula bula, because they could feel everything that was going down on side of the island, because they knew what was about to happen, because Taz is just like when the storms would come crashing down onto the island, and the winds are coming by, and they're blowing down the huts, and then the mountains start to rumble, and the volcano erupts, and the lava, the molten lava, drips down the side of the mountain! Taz, Taz is from, like, just like that societies. <laughs> he's red hot! <laughs> and he's out of control! And he's headed down that aisle tonight, standing right next to Shapu, to show the Malenko brothers exactly what the E in Pauly dangerously stands for! Extreme! The He really fucking shit on Jason there, and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, that was great. He really did. That was awesome. <laughs> nice. All right, shit, here we go. He even made fun of, like, his voice. He did. He did a good job. <laughs> that was good. All right, we got a wild kickoff here. Zabu and Taz going nuts on Dean Malenko. Just had him wrapped up with a towel and into a suplex. Joe Malenko looks like twin of Dean Malenko. <laughs> exactly like. Oh, yeah, he has a neck brace on. It's crazy to be out there. Got to pay those bills. Damn, what the fuck? Uh, Joe Malenko's got those, like, little Asics on. Wrestling. <laughs> Ken Shamrock Asics? Yeah. I always think of, like, that's what Shamrock wore in, like, the dungeon match, right? He didn't wear his gear. I think so. Oh, my God. Sabu dives out. It looked like he was about to land on his neck again. Yeah, I know. Why is he doing that? What the fuck, man? Meanwhile, Malenko's got control of Taz in the ring. Yep. Just hit like three of those snap, snap near takedowns. Yeah, and then the nice drop kick to the back of the head, too. Yeah. Malenko's looking outside of the ring like, don't tell me Sabu fucking injured himself again. <laughs> it seems like that's what happened. <laughs> Oh, Sabu was actually getting a table. Two count in the ring. This guy doesn't quit twice. Homicidal, suicide, genocidal. Death defying. All right. Joe Malenko is set up against the table. Sabu setting up his obstacle course. Setting up some chairs. Here it comes. Oh. Sabu dives over the top. Joe Malenko moves. Sabu just slams into the table, hits the cement. The crowd loves it. Sabu, Sabu. We want to see somebody die. <laughs> That's what they want. Extreme. <laughs> God. Fucking like snuff videos. It's funny, it's crazy wild on the outside 
with Sabu, but then in the ring we get two solid wrestlers going at it, Dean Malenko and Taz. This is a good match. Wrestling moves. Right. You can tell how much more like polished Malenko is as a performer compared to everybody else, though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like truly trained. Yeah, yeah, like just crisp. Right. It was like he could, like he would legitimately fuck up any of these people in a real fight. Yeah. That's why they call him the shooter. <laughs> All right, Dean Malenko going for a pile driver. On Nope, Sabu reverses it. Back body drop to Dean Malenko. Joe Malenko just gives a low blow to Taz. Sabu climbs to the top rope. Dean Malenko is going up. Looks like he's going for a suplex. Oh, Taz gets involved. He gets Dean Malenko on his shoulders, and Sabu dives with the clothesline. Wow, nice, nice spot there. Dean Malenko just got double teamed by the crazy wild guys, Sabu and Taz. And, whoop. Dean Malenko's going for a punch. Oh, Dean almost just landed on his neck. Taz. Wow. That's it. Taz gets the pinfall on Dean Malenko. Now Jason attacks Paulie. 911's not going to stand for that shit, though. There we go. 911 has Jason, but Pitbull's come. 911 turns around like he's the Undertaker. Double choke slams the pit bulls. Crowd goes wild. Look at Paul Heyman fucking excited outside the ring. Nice. This was actually good. I think Taz and Dean Malenko made it worthwhile for me. Well, crowd, crowd was hyped to some, some of Sabu's shit. And those spots right there with 911, crowd love that. Now he has public enemy sliding in. You know what's funny? Pitbulls and 911 uh, just went backstage, so obviously they crossed paths with public enemy on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Sabu hits a nice moonsault off the second rope, nails both Johnny Grunge and Rocco Rock, tag team champions. Whoa! Nice. Springboard backflip. Sabu to Johnny Grunge. Looks like Sabu's going to do the same thing to Rocco Rock now. And nope. Oh, Rocco gets the knees up. Now Public Enemy has Sabu where they want. Oh. Spike pile driver. Sabu with his injured neck. Foley just ran in and hit Johnny Grunge with the cell phone. The cordless phone. Oh, rock, rock, right back at him, nailed him, laid him down. And now they're bringing in the table. Johnny, get the tables. <laughs> Crowd still chanting for Sabu. Get stomped no, out of the ring. Out of the ring now. It's like they're gonna set Paul Heyman up on the table. Randall Cunningham and Junior Seau loving it front row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice the Randall Cunningham. I like how he beat him on the table. Like, make sure he's worked so we can't roll out of the way. Look how much he's bracing for it. Oh my God! Look how far away the table was too. <laughs> yeah, that's Rock a tough Rock still hit it. Yeah. 
the moonsault. And oh, they hit the double R bar. Then the table actually broke. Yeah, Malenko's both got an arm bar on Taz. It's all kinds of shit going on here. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine being in attendance, not knowing where to fucking look. Yeah, look at they're pumped. Everyone's standing. Yep. Something's about to happen every every thirty seconds. There's something else going this table on. Doesn't even have legs. Did they already break them? Oh, he just. Well, yeah, fold those. They folded them up. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, they suck. Come on, Dudley's has done this six times already. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. He couldn't even get the damn table in the rink. So they had to go to a different spot to buy more time. <laughs> Johnny Grunge doesn't know that. You know, those tables aren't that heavy either. They're no. not. And it seemed like Johnny Grunge had no awareness of why the table didn't fit through. <laughs> it's like the legs are down, dumbass. <laughs> nice DDT. All right, DDT on the Sabu. It looks like they're gonna set him up now. I like I like how Taz is trying to get them off, but they the Malenkos are just yeah holding Taz, bringing them up so they can watch what's about to happen. Yeah, watch what we're gonna do to is your partner. Boy? Is this your boy? Watch him. Oh, cabbage patch oh, on cabbage the top patch. Rope. And oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Front flip through the table. That was awesome. That was good. Good shit there. For a big guy, Rocco Rock can move his body. Yeah. Away. Oh, Taz broke free. Oh, there he goes. Just about to get wild. Taz is loose. He's fucking up the public enemy. Threw the Malenkos right out of the ring. Sabu lays center of the ring through a broken table. Hot chick, hot chick in the front ringside area. Camera woman. I don't know if you caught her right. She caught her. <laughs> it's funny, the guy in the front row, he's wearing a neck brace like Sabu. <laughs> the neck brace says Sabu on it. You see that guy? Next no. to the hat guy? You can't. That's what it says? Oh, now I see. I see Sab. Yeah. So it's Sabu. Yeah. It's funny that he's wearing a neck brace, though. <laughs> Those guys are creative in the front row. All right, here comes the um, damage, damage control. Yeah, damage control. They should have their own theme music. They should have. <laughs> it's like right the censor. Here comes damage control. Get Stevie Richards in damage control. Plays an EMT wrestler. <laughs> Good picture of that. Pro Wrestling Spotlight is on ECW. It was. Shit, it's over. The end of the episode. Alright, so there. Taking Paul Heyman out on a stretcher. Sabu is up, though. Struggling to get up as the show goes off the air. And oh. That's it. That's ECW Hardcore TV for November 22nd, 1994. Episode 83. That's going to be it for us. We'll be right back in just a second as we wrap things up. All right, now we're back for the Extreme ECW Live cast wrap-up. And what we'll have for you in two weeks is... The next two episodes of Hardcore TV from November 29th and then December 6th. And so I'll give you a little preview of what's to come on those episodes. 
So next week, on the next episode, episode 84, November 22nd, we're going to get the Tuchel Scorpio versus Dean Malenko match for the ECW TV title. We're going to get Shane Douglas against Chad Austin. And then we're going to get that ECW Tag Team Championship match, Public Enemy versus Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan. So that'll be coming up on November 29th. And let me take a look at what's coming up on December 6th, 1994. All right, on this one, you're going to get Shane Douglas and Brian Pillman, who's going to be standing in for Steve Austin to go up against Ron Simmons and Tuco Scorpio. Also have on that show, looks like that's it for matches. The rest of it looks like promos on that December 6th show. All right, so that's what we have coming up on the Extreme ECW Livecast in two weeks from now. So it's 85 and 86, ECW Hardcore TV. All right, so one more time, where you can follow us, follow us on Twitter, at ExtremeCast. Follow me, Mike Pru at MPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. Also check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And as always, thanks for listening, guys. JV, any final words before we head on out of here? No, sir. All right, so I'll play the outro music as always. Like I said, we don't know exactly what we're playing yet, but enjoy whatever it is, and we'll see you back here on the Extreme ECW Livecast in two weeks. So long.